You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Let's talk Venezuela. How you been, my friend? Good. How you doing, Carlos? Uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. With this good. weather, no, 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 no. <laughs> with this weather, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, good it's the yeah. Last night was forty something, like a forty-four degree. Last oh, really? night, yeah, it was very cold. For me, it was very cold, but but you know, that's what happened when a tropical lady comes to the U.S. and uh, any kind of. Cold wind or something, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you shouldn't have been running around outside in the robe. The robe. Yes, sir. <laughs> what a way to get uh, How do you know it? <laughs> David, how do you know it? <laughs> well, she invited uh, Yeah, so yes. since we are running for, you know, for. For uh, candidacy, I have to go out and you know <laughs> knock doors and be out there in the street. But it's cold; it's getting cold now. I just can't imagine how it's gonna be in February or January when we usually have the snow and you know all this cold weather. So, Carlos, yes, are we singing today something? Yes. Okay, let's today start it then. Today we will talk about musicians that were born in other countries that take uh, the Venezuelan nationality and become uh, icons Icons, of Venezuela. Okay. Okay. Uh, The first one is a Dominican Republic uh, musician. Dominican, okay. Yes, that he came to Venezuela Mm -hmm. in the 30s. What's his name? Um... Mm, his name originally? No, 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 no. How people know his name? There, uh, there, Jesus Maria Frometa. Frometa. Yes. Okay. Better uh, known better as Billo Frometa. Billo Frometa. Okay. Yeah, he was born in Santo Domingo, República Dominicana, mm-hmm. in uh, 15th of November of 1915, and passed away on May 5th. 1988. It's incredible. 31 years ago, um, Billo came fr- to Venezuela, uh, fleeing mm-hmm. uh, because the Rafael Rafael Leonidas Rafael Leonidas Trujillo, that was the dictator on on Dominican Republic, fleeing for, Dominican Republic. Yes, because. Because uh, the dictator on that on that country wanted him dead. He wanted to kill uh, him. Yes, okay. and uh, he why? Because he was a musician. No, because he had he had an affair with somebody of the family. Oh, that was personal. Yes, that was personal. And he that says, was like a like a family owner yes, going thing. And he things. says. Goodbye. Okay. Okay. So and, he, and he landed in Venezuela. Okay. And he became. One of the most recognized musicians in Venezuela. Okay. Uh, he he adopted the Venezuelan nationality. He became Venezuelan uh, as a citizen, and uh, he wrote a lot, a lot, a lot of traditional um, Venezuelan music. One of the most 
interesting is estoy contento. That means I'm happy. And the letter says, hoy todo me parece más bonito. Today everything mm -hmm. looks more beautiful. Today uh, the um, canta más alegre el ruiseñor. Today the the the, the, the bird mm -hmm. uh, sings more more happy. Mm -hmm. uh, today is hoy siento la canción del arroyito. That means that I feel um, the, I song feel the song of the, of the little river, river. The little river. Uh -huh. Yes, and I, I siento como brilla más el sol. And I feel how the sun is brighter. It's brighter. Brighter than before. Okay. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Estoy contento, I'm happy. Uh -huh. Yo no sé qué es lo que siento. I don't know what I'm feeling. Voy saltando como el río, como el viento. I am singing like a river, like a, like a wind. He's cantando. Saltando. Cantando. Voy saltando como dice el río. Dice cantando. No, aquí dice saltando. Ok, jumping then. Jumping, jumping like a river and, uh -huh. the, and the wind. And the wind. Como and el colibrí que deja la flor por la mañana. Colibrí es el... The, the little bird that... Little, little bird that... that the sugar... The, 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 take the sugar from the flower. Yes. The hummingbird. The hummingbird. Ok, like the hummingbird kiss the floor uh -huh. in the morning. The flower in the morning. Yeah, the flower. Como the paraulata floor. que deja su canto en la sabana. Paraulata ah, is paraulata. that kind of... It's a kind of bird característico of the high plains in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Ok. Estoy contento, no sé qué es lo que siento. I'm happy. I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, voy, saltando, voy saltando como el río, como el viento. Ok. Me pongo a bailar, no puedo explicar qué es lo que siento. Mm -hmm. Translate, please. Uh, I'm, me pongo a bailar. Yes. Ok. And then I start dancing and I don't know what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Que reviento con las ganas de cantar. The, uh, to the point that I'm gonna blow <laughs> when <laughs> I start singing. <laughs> okay. okay. So that right. says something like this. Hoy todo me parece más bonito. Hoy canta más alegre el ruiseñor. Hoy siento la canción del arroyito. Y siento como brilla más el sol. Hoy todo me parece más bonito, hoy canta más alegre el ruiseñor. Hoy siento la canción del arroyito y siento como brilla más el sol. Voy contento, yo no sé qué es lo que siento, voy saltando como el río, como el viento. Como el colibrí que besa la flor por la mañana, como parablata que deja su canto en la sabana. Soy contento, yo no sé qué es lo que siento. Voy saltando como el río, como el viento. Me pongo a bailar, no puedo explicar qué es lo que siento. Que reviento con las ganas de cantar. Okay. Hey. Okay. Oh man, that reminds yeah. me so much uh, back home, okay. Venezuela. You know, it's been around almost around 30 years. You know, uh, 25, yeah, like a 27 years. Yes, and, and the, so around there was like a 30 years. Yes, in 1988, mm -hmm. he was uh, he had uh, a very special uh, concert, mm -hmm. and when there they were in the in says in the in the theater mm -hmm. with the full orchestra and. He directed the orchestra, mm -hmm. and the musicians get that, uh, uh, you know, that that feeling. Uh, the, all, all the musicians 
uh, uh, clapping and and suddenly he got an ACV an ex, an uh, a problem with the, with his brain mm-hmm. and he died. Mm. That day. That day. So he and didn't the, know the, that he was having some the, kind of the, issues. No, it was it was so emotive. He he died he died of happiness. Wow. Okay. So you can die not only of depression no. or anxiety, but you can even no. die being any, happy. Any any kind of heart uh, impression. You can die. Yes. So be careful. Because it was he was the first time that he was directing a full symphonic orchestra uh, with his themes, and he was so happy that his blood pressure went so high. So excited. He so was so excited. excited. Yes. And it happens that the doctor, my, my mom's doctor, was at the theater, and uh-huh. he immediately knows, and he called immediately the, the ambulance, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, he passed away. Yeah, yeah, because the services in, in, in back home in those years of ambulance, emergency, or whatever, mm-hmm. how you yes. want to call it, they, are, they are, were not efficient, and today, of course, they are not, still not efficient, you know. Actually, today, um, we could say they almost disappear, those mm-hmm. services, you know. Yes. So... And, um, and and he 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 also he also composed other other music. One of the 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 most known composers of uh, Mr. Frometa mm-hmm. was named Canto a Caracas. Singing okay. to Caracas. Sí, he was he was in love for the of, of that of that city. Mm-hmm. On that time, it was a completely different city from what we're seeing today. Today, yes. Okay. Yeah, and and he sang, and at the end of the sang, of, of the song, says, "Yo quiero tanto a mi Caracas. I, 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 I like so much Caracas that que solo pido a Dios cuando yo muera, mm-hmm. en vez de una oración sobre mi tumba, mm-hmm. el último compás de alma llanera." Mm-hmm. Well. Okay. Um, was he the founder of a group, famous group? Uh, oh yes, he was the equivalent of Benny Goodman in United States. Yeah, he okay. got like, the name oh. of his orchestra. Villos Caracas, orchestra, right? Villos Caracas, Villos Boys. Caracas, the yes. boys, boys, Villos Bo- Caracas, Caracas Boys. So, los muchachos de Caracas. Yeah. Yeah, Villos Caracas Boys. Villos Caracas. Boys. It, it was in English. The, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the I see name that. Of the mm-hmm. Okay. So well. And this is the this is the beginning of of our um, homage to a lot of musicians that comes to Venezuela mm-hmm. and stay in Venezuela and create a school of music, a Venezuelan music, mm-hmm. were in Venezuela, mm-hmm. even though they were they were not born in in Venezuela, mm-hmm. but they they caught the spirit of the nation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now. What else do you have? Okay. Um, can we talk a little bit more about a little bit of part of history of Venezuela? We remember we were talking about how um, Venezuela... You want to con- the contemporary history or you want... Before we get to the contemporary history, which is going to be uh, probably in two weeks, right? We can continue talking about the process how Venezuela became what they they know and they are proud of being a 
democrat uh, a nation of democracy you know mm-hmm. the process they took from Gomez mm-hmm. or the way to what we have today because the way that I see it is it's a long process a progressive process from one system going extremely to the other system yeah we talk about that in uh, in in another program when uh, I show how the how the the thing went from the death of Juan Vicente Gomez mm-hmm. till the Uh, October Revolution in 1945 but I don't want to talk today Mm -hmm. about that period because Mm -hmm. in order to understand Mm -hmm. what happens today Mm -hmm. we need to understand how this process went Mm -hmm. of course okay happens and then after 1945 Mm-hmm. They changed the constitution. Exactly. And then when we compare 1941? 1945. Start changing consequently. So we will talk about this after when we come back. Messages. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email maga45cag at gmail.com and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at maga45cag at gmail.com. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business practices, and fascinating business professionals to get an insider view of how America works. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We are back. We are back. Okay, okay this is... We were talking about... I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish came out right like this. Yeah, this is... Uh, that's 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 Davis' uh, fault. No, no, it's okay. It's yeah, my fault. It's my no, fault. No, no, no. You dist- you've been distracted okay, by this Okay, let's uh, talk <laughs> Venezuela. Okay. We were talking uh, before the break about 
you know, how many um, times Venezuela changed the constitution, yes, right? And in then 1945, in 1945. Okay, they, take it from there. They, they had a coup after... Really? F- yeah. A coup? After 45 and uh, 46 years of re- related peace, uh-huh. okay, these Democrats made a coup d'etat with some middle uh, rank militaries mm-hmm. and they changed the government uh-huh. okay they changed the constitution again again and they they bring the concept of full democracy they country. brought the concept okay, okay? full so democracy where, where people didn't even know how to vote they vote by colors not by not by names not by people so basically only by color. They didn't know what the agenda. No. They didn't know what the proposal was. No. They didn't know uh, who this person was standing for. No. They, they just they, they, they just vote for a list. So you want uh, you want to vote uh, white, or you want to vote red, or you want to vote green or orange? No, orange. The green. <coughs> but the orange no one. Green. Was, okay. It was it was the communist. It was this the the. Copay that it was a mm-hmm. Christian socialist, socialist uh-huh. and the and the communist uh, and and the and the uh, Soci- democratic action that is a socialist democrat, just like they want to convert mm-hmm. the Democratic Party here in United States. Yes. It's a, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's it's what what we name as the Mensheviks. The Mensheviks. Uh, the, the all, all the three has profound Marxist roots. It was communist, mm-hmm. it was social democratic, and it was a Christian socialist. Okay, And since then, all the d- political discourse in Venezuela is, my socialist is it's better than yours. Your socialist. Okay? Is everything is socialist. Everything is socialist. Okay, you know, it's good that you said and that because um, when I was in Miami, I was meeting with some people mm-hmm. uh, from Venezuela, mm-hmm. right? And then I was explaining uh, some, this this group of people in, uh, from Venezuela, they're trying to do something for Venezuela, mm-hmm. right? And I was explaining then that one of the main reasons why a nation exists or govern itself is because of the constitution that they have. Mm -hmm. Without a constitution, a nation cannot work out, a nation cannot govern, and a nation cannot exist. The constitution is the frame frame. where everything grabs as laws. If you don't have have respect for the constitution, Mm -hmm. you have respect for nothing and you have no laws. So I was trying to explain to these people that regardless they they want to be right wing, you know, right, what they call right wing, right? Like right cap- wing. Right wing, yeah. Okay. Or capitalism or, you know. Whatever. Limit, whatever. Uh, I was explaining then if the constitution of a specific country does not allow any group to form besides social group, socialism, or mm-hmm. social group, or communist group, or any related to that, it's going to be impossible for them to organize something in the in the country, because that goes against the constitu- what the Constitution is establishing at the moment exactly. that they are doing it. So, a lot of them cannot even understand, they don't even grasp, you know, the... The surface. No. You know? And then I was explaining then that one of the great things about United States is the Constitution. Mm-hmm. 
is the the constitution is uh, more than 200 years we are uh, functioning as a nation with this only constitution and you know all the amendments that come with it and uh, one of the reasons why uh, in United States uh, we have many different parties registered mm-hmm. but only the two strongest ones you know who they are no? the Republican and the Democrat that's it and uh, it's because the constitution allows it okay but uh, um, when you were talking just now about Democrats creating a coup yeah changing the, the constitution yeah. it's like a, we are leaving Venezuela today here with what's going on in the United States because uh, these Democrat people, you know, especially the candidates that we can hear from the every time that they come to the debate, everything is worse and worse and worse. Because you can see that every time they open their mouth is exactly what they did in Venezuela. Exactly. It's exactly. So they're now they're attacking. Absolutely. Yes. Now is you can see it clear now that they are attacking the amendments. Amendment number two. Amendment number one. The assembling. I mean, when I say amendment number one, you know, the amendment number one is long, right? It's very long. And they are attacking each specific uh, sentence that is separated by comma. For example, what Beto, Beto says that uh, if any church <laughs> will not marry a couple with the same sex, if, he's go- if he becomes president, he's going to close down those churches. Okay, so it's the same. It's the same thing that they are they, they they used to do in Venezuela, you know, by changing the constitution, trying to change it. Okay, here in America, um, Americans are a little more smart and more educated when we are talking about like our generation, you know, like until the you know forties, fifties, sixties, seventies. But the new generation, David, that's the new generation, the millennials. They are. They are cuckoo. They are loco. They are promoting socialism. They are promoting... Yeah, they are even saying the Constitution is too old. We need to change it. They don't even know what they are, they are asking for. And like, like the son said, be careful what you wish for, because you may have it all, mm-hmm. you know? So when you say um, what's going, what happened with Venezuela by changing the Constitution, changing all this process... Mm-hmm. Keep going. And and the, the the what what really really gets on me mm-hmm. is in 1945. We have to be in that in that era. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've been the most close ally mm-hmm. of the United States of mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. Venezuela was the first producer of oil in the world, and all this World War Two was fought with oil. Produced in Venezuela, okay. gasoline, okay. everything, everything was was uh, the refineries mm-hmm. were in the in Venezuela. The largest uh, at that time, the largest refineries in the world were in Venezuela and in uh, Curaçao, mm-hmm. and they brought all that power, mm-hmm. all that gas, all that uh, that moves, all, all those armies, mm-hmm. allies armies came from Venezuela. Venezuela was so important mm-hmm. for the war effort mm-hmm. that the that a painting of Simón Bolívar mm-hmm. was in the in the mantle mm-hmm. of the Oval Office. Okay, back in those days. Back in those days. Okay. Okay. So to honoring Venezuela. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, and and it happens that 
this coup attack made by a former uh, general secretary of the Communist Party in, in Costa Rica, Romulo yeah. Betancourt, and I always said, why the State Department, mm -hmm. knowing that, mm -hmm. allows that? Mm -hmm. okay. Who was the president during that time of the United States? Harry Truman. Harry Truman. Harry Truman. He, um, he, he's the one who, who substituted uh, the late president uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Roosevelt so died. The Republican or the Democrat? No, Democrat. The Democrat, Democrat okay. yes. He, um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt died in 1945 before the. Um, uh, just. just uh, after the invasion of uh, of Europe, mm -hmm. but uh, he passed away, and uh, Truman, that was the vice president, uh, took the power as president of the United States. So in 1948, when this happens, the United States allowed that happen. Betancourt, mm -hmm. okay, that Betancourt take the power in in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. And that and changed everything, right? And and he he brought a very harsh regime, very very near to communist, very near of what happens today in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Okay, they they did a lot of bad things with the economy, mm -hmm. with the, the property rights, especially <coughs> property mm -hmm. rights. And in 1948. Uh, it happens that um, uh, Romulo Gallegos won the election with the 95% of population vote for okay. him. Okay. Okay. And those elections vote by colors. Okay. okay. The, the white, the green, the and white, the, red. The, the white, the green, and, and the then red. he was which, which which one color he was? White. Gallegos was the, uh, the yes, white. Okay, the and white. he won the presidency. Uh, yes, what happened he won with Gallegos? Uh, the presidency lasted only nine months, and uh, in nineteen in November of nineteen forty-eight, mm -hmm. um, another coup d'état with the same military that did the coup d'état in nineteen forty-five, mm -hmm. and we got uh, ten years of uh, military dictatorship. And uh, that military uh, dictatorship was very, very near of uh, national socialism. Okay, they built a lot of a lot of infrastructure. Who was the president? Who uh, was the dictator? Well, the the first one was uh, Carlos Delgado Chalbo, and uh, when he he was killed. Uh, in a kidnap attempt, mm -hmm. and after the uh, he, the one who took the the power was his uh, his brother-in-law, mm -hmm. uh, Marcos Pérez Jiménez, and Marcos Pérez Jiménez stayed in uh, in Venezuela for for up to uh, the January 23, uh, 1958, mm -hmm. and uh, it happens that during that period, mm -hmm. the military that that deposed um, Pérez Jiménez mm -hmm. was Wolfgang Larrazábal. He was the uh, mm -hmm. was an admi rear admiral. Mm -hmm. And at that time, the United States, the first thing that the United States uh, did is to bring Vice President Richard Nixon mm -hmm. to Venezuela. Okay. Okay, and the Vice President put all the resources in in hands of uh, Mr. Larraz, uh, 
the Admiral Larrazabal and said, we are you, your allies. I know that you have a lot of economic troubles because the the other guy flee the country with <laughs> with all the money <laughs> okay uh, it's a tradition it's a it's a Latin American tradition you know to steal uh, yeah <laughs> so so they 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 brought they moved the money even even the Marcos Perez Jimenez left a, 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 a piece of luggage in the airport uh -huh. and and yeah uh, we'll be and, back and we'll be back. And with we the continue. Rest of the story. <laughs> Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. So before the commercial break, David asked me a question. What was the question? Well, which country did they go to? Oh, he went to Republic, Dominican Republic. Do you remember Leonidas Trujillo, the same guy that, that wanted to kill um, um, Villafrometa? He was the dictator at that time in the Dominican Republic because he lasted for almost 40 years in oh, power. Oh, like, like the Castro in Cuba, yes, like over something 50, something yes. like that. So it happens that, that, that um, Marcos Pérez Jiménez went to Republic Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. but, but in the... In the in the hustle. In the hustle, <laughs> uh, they they had they had a, a a big airplane that was the same model that the president uh, Eisenhower had. They named it in Venezuela the sacred cow, la vaca sagrada. Ah, the sacred cow. The sacred cow. <laughs> okay, but somebody left a piece of luggage and inside behind. The, yes, in, in the airport. In, in the la airport. Car, in la Carlota Airport. Okay. In the airport that was in, inside of the of, So that luggage is supposed to go with him in the with plane. With him in the plane. Okay. But somebody forget about it. And somebody check the, 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 the luggage, uh -huh. open the luggage, and the luggage had uh -huh. um, uh, the gala uniform of the of the general. Okay. Okay. And Papers that at that time were uh, uh, worth about ten million dollars of that time. 
Only in that luggage. And only in that luggage. So, so think how many other stuff he took in another luggage. <laughs> I just tell you something. Uh, so how much do they steal? How much do they, they steal? Name, they, they name him Mr. 20%. 20%? What oh. do you mean 20%? Yeah. Pero uh, Jimenez, they yeah. named him 20%? That was uh, his they, nickname? They, yes, they, they gave him 20% of... Do you see uh, Odebrecht that... Uh, that Odebrecht? Pay, pay, pay uh, kickbacks to politicians? The okay. kickback party one? Uh, yes, okay. uh, the, 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 the amount of money that Mr. Pere Jimenez took uh -huh. was 20% of any public Transaction. work. Every public work has a 20% uh, cut for him. So, so that explains why he, when he was in Madrid, Spain, he got this he mansion. The he mansion built a, he built a mansion in in Madrid uh -huh. that uh, was uh, it was, was for sale. They they sold that property in thirty two million euros. Europe's yes, it's so about uh, uh -huh. about forty forty. So explain 40 million me. Though, so so that's <laughs> that's that can that can explain you how a regular military. Almiral, uh, whatever, uh, general. You know, they usually, um, I mean, they have a little money, but not that kind of money. Not that kind of money, of exactly. course. Exactly. That explains how oh. um, somebody being in power in, in, in a Latino country, they can become rich from one day to uh, another. Yes, the other example was Hugo Chavez. And the, and the, and the kind of riches, you know, the, 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 do, the Chavez daughter, the the elder daughter. Uh -huh. She she's Maria the, Gabriela. Maria Gabriela, the one who lives in New York. Mm -hmm. She she they said that her fortune mm -hmm. is four billion dollars, a blade that never worked. Yeah, and but she said that she did it by selling uh, Avon. Avon Avon products. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the for the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that she said. That she get four she got she got she millionaire got be, four billion dollars selling Avon products. <laughs> 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 Incredible, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so, so after that, mm -hmm. as I told you, Richard Nixon and Pat Nixon went to Venezuela, mm -hmm. and the limousine where they were Nixon driving. Was, uh -huh. Okay. Uh, was attacked by the by, by, by the Venezuelans by the Venezuelans with with stones and, and okay so uh, right there you can have the explanation why United States give their back to Venezuela it's because that kind of behavior no but the the, wor the worst part comes when? later uh -huh. what was the part okay in 1959 okay on on January 23rd a year later uh -huh. a, year, a year later uh -huh. okay Fidel Castro uh -huh. that took the power 23, 23 days before mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. he went to Venezuela and the multitude mm -hmm. was almost a million people you know hailing to him to Fidel Castro so so, so as, as you can see the Venezuelan socialism uh, it's a long data uh, problem. What was uh, what what uh, Fidel Castro wanted from from then President uh, Romulo Betancourt? The same, the same, the same guy who did the first coup d'état result elected 
<laughs> by the people in a in a in a in a democratic nation mm -hmm. with a pure democratic scheme. Mm -hmm. Okay, he result um, elected, mm -hmm. and uh, Fidel Castro won three hundred million dollars of nineteen sixty fifty nine. He won a three hundred million dollars to make the revolution in the United States. <coughs> Betancourt said no, mm. because I don't have that money. And even I, even if I, I had, if I had it, mm -hmm. I don't give it to you. And that's what happened. Mm. That was the big fight between Romulo Betancourt and Fidel Castro, because that's the way socialism, dif different kind of socialism, they work. fight each other they fight each for other power for for power and uh, and they fight this you know to death yeah so the 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 revenge from fidel towards betancourt oh you don't want to help me with my revolution okay i'll put some gorillas in your mountains and that's what he did and then he did the same thing with Colombia, and he did he did the same thing with Peru, and he did you know all those all Latin American, but because Mexico. the only country that he didn't uh, see the uh, guerrilla was Mexico, and he was uh, because he was trained in Mexico by by former by former republican uh, spaniards from the from the from the communist republic of spain that were in in spain in, in mexico and he received that training from from them so in 1959 after that we began to have guerrillas in latin america uh, a very bad situation because the mentality of those people mm -hmm. were already socialist mm -hmm. and the only difference is my socialist my so my 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 kind of socialism is better than yours <laughs> okay but, the, but that's that's the political discourse not only in venezuela mexico in down south mexico down south caribe uh, uh, in the caribe the islands okay and, that's, the and that brings us to the actual dates, mm -hmm. what is going on in Chile, what is going on in Bolivia, mm -hmm. what is going on in Ecuador, mm -hmm. what's going on in Colombia. So you can explain what's going on because we've been get into socialism in a progressive mode. This progressive is not that they want you to be prog to progress you. No. That the one they do they means that you are going into socialists doing baby steps in a progressive mode. That's until what progressive means. And until and you reach communism. Uh, until you reach communism. So, one lady. Um, She's uh, black from here, from United States. Mm -hmm. She was saying that she got a friend from Venezuela who mm -hmm. told her that there is no truth that socialism exists. The only two systems exist, capitalism and communism. And then I have to tell her, uh, let me correct you in that, because there is something in the middle that is going to bring you from one, mm -hmm. from here, all mm -hmm. the way to here. And mm -hmm. that process in the middle... It's what we call progressism. Mm -hmm. 
right? And then they call it uh, socialism. Now they call it socialism of the 21st century. The but it's all this the, the same thing. The, the 21st, 21st century, century socialism. So it's a progress way of moving you from freedom, capitalism, freedom, uh, individual freedom, a small government, and moving then, little and by little and to they are, they are the opposition. You know, little by little, your liberties. You yeah. know, uh, for example, we had in 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 Caracas uh, at that time the the governor of the Car the city of Caracas mm -hmm. was appointed by the president, mm -hmm. and this guy, I won't mention his name, but everybody will know who I'm talking about. Uh, Caracas had used to have beautiful. Um, Light um, signs. advertising signs, signs. Mm -hmm. beautiful like 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 uh, New York's uh, Times Square, beautiful. Okay, and he said, "No, I don't like that. That uh, that is ugly. So you have to to turn off those things." They took them out, and they took them out. Okay, took them and out, and then the, he said, uh, "I don't like pinballs machine." So let's get rid of the pinball machine because in the whole city, in, in the whole city, because that machines brings uh, people into into laziness, laziness and, and wasting time and wasting time. But then in the other side, they promoted a lot of alcohol, promoted a lot of um, los caballos, ¿cómo se llama? The horse racing, house ra horse racers, and you know other stuff that implicate more. And then convert the, the the men on Venezuela alcoholic, yeah. Because they didn't have nothing else to do. They couldn't play, you know, like billiard. They know? have they have the they have the, the the lottery, for example. But the lottery is not like here that you dedicate the 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 earnings for for education. No, they just. <laughs> it's just a business managed by the state, and that's it. It was progressive, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was but, progressive. But, little but by the, little. They, for example, but, well, now the, the, the country is divided. Well, let's unite it, but we need to give up our gun. Yeah, but, but one, uh, let, one me explain, let, me, let me explain you this mm -hmm. thing. As I told you, in one of those programs since 1830 when Venezuela was ex ex exits the Gran Colombia till 1899 for those almost 70 years Venezuela was one of the most violent countries in the world because of the continuous war we have Civil every, war? Every, every two years we have a different government uh, displaced by a new revolution. Mm -hmm. Okay? And what happens with that? That we had a very um, dispersed mm -hmm. uh, country. We, we, they, is, that true? is that true that if somebody from, let's say, a state... The state number one want to go through state number five, state number five, like it's a long road. Uh -huh. They have to go and asking permission to, to cross one they state have, to they, another they, state, yes. and they have to be armed and all that stuff? Yes, yes. And I'll answer that question after these messages. Okay. 
The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information this is, is also Ron available Camacho, on the web. The Business Hour on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works. 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, to wrap it up, what was your question? You know, how do they took the guns? Okay, in, 19, in 1899 uh-huh. came this uh, this uh, revolution, uh-huh. and the last revolution was in 19, 1903, uh-huh. when the... the the Germans, the English, and the Italians blockade Venezuela. Yes, and United okay. States came to the rescue. And United States came. And we to don't the speak rescue. Germany today, big thanks to United thanks States. To the United States. Okay, and then the, the country got unified, right? Uh, yes, but got unified under a dictatorship, a long dictatorship that lasts another thirty-five years with. Uh, Juan Vicente Gómez. And then people, like I was telling you, people was, wanted to and move. And he was br- picking up uh-huh. the, the guns from the people in order to impose the unification. No. The dictatorship. The dictatorship. Okay. Oh, when okay. You, with, but when with the excuse of unification. No. Oh. No. It's a power stroke. It's a when power you stroke. Ki- when you p- to take the the guns from uh-huh. the people's hands, uh-huh. you imposed a tyranny. A tyranny. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's to wrap up. Uh, now, but, uh, the question that I to ask you was when they used to let's say let's go. Uh, I gotta go to the capital, and I'm living here in the border with Colombia. Oh, uh, how was, was the way that they used the to? Country, because the country, the country was, was so divided. How so did no, you it's cross? Not, it's, it's not only divided. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the roads because. After 70 years of war, the roads didn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Just path. Okay. So, so do you know what people does to 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 travel from from Merida, Venezuela, to Caracas? Do you know what they do? No, I don't know. That's they, why I they, w- they go through the they go to the sea. 
Ajá. Go all the way to Curacao. And oh, then go to La Guardia, La, la Guaira. So that they is didn't the, travel inside the country. No. They went to the sea. Oh, okay. All Got the it. way. Got okay, it. and they have to get into the the main port that uh -huh. is La Guaira, La Guaira uh -huh. and have a passport <laughs> sealed oh. because they're traveling from you know. Okay, so who's the who's the president who start building those roads to connect the state same by state, the city same, by city? The same, the same dictator Juan Vicente Gomez. Gomez, because oh, okay. he create a, a, a unified. He created a unified country that didn't. It's like the reconstruction on the, of the United States after the the Succession War that you have all the South uh, destroyed. Destroyed. So you have to rebuild. And that's what he did. He did it for four okay, years. Okay, and then okay, this is the part that I want to get into it mm -hmm. because um, David just talked about this is very scary what's going on in the United States because it's like I told you, David, it's like uh, we are living in United States what we already witnessed back home, right? And then we are like 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 the voice in the desert, like the Bible say, voice in the desert, please listen, listen, you know? And it's up to the people if they want to listen or not. But for example, one of the ways that how they are destroying our country, United States, and is the the the, the why they call specifically women's Okay, the female, the female movement in the United States, what they call the toxic masculinity. The feminist movement. Yeah, the feminist movement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's one way of destroying a country. Because when you destroy the men, the country goes down. The masculinity. The masculinity, okay. you know. Um, for example, I like men with hair, with crazy hair, hair, hair everywhere. <laughs> you know, I like men. I, I like a man Hello, who shows. <laughs> I like a man who shows masculinity. All right. I don't like men plucking their. How you call? Their their eyebrows shaving and you know and trying. I I don't want to be hanging out with a woman. I don't know if you, you, you guys get the concept, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I, if, that you, if you call that toxic masculinity, I guess I am toxic. All right? <laughs> so one of the, uh, the, the main thing that destroyed our country was that they destroyed the, the men, the manhood. They yeah, destroyed the, manhood, the yeah. manhood. And one way they destroy the manhood is like when they start drinking and getting, you know, drunk all the time. They were not responsible at home. Men leave the woman and left with another woman. And, they, you know, the woman has to be put up. Like, and destroy the family. Destroy the family concept, all that. Okay? So we hear Joy Reid. You know, she's a black woman here. She was talking about uh, that we need to uh, finish with the toxic masculinity. And then uh, she was talking about that um, uh, the, the, the minority men who are white, Christians, and rich, they want to impose in the United States what they believe. First of all, in my knowledge... The whites in the United States are the 70% of the population. Mm -hmm. So it's a big lie when she say is a small or a minority group, white men. That's a big lie right there. Because if the population in the United States is 70% white and the rest is black and Hispanic and the rest, right? Yeah. Okay. So that means that all the white, what she's implying is that all the white men who are Christian, who are rich, are the one who have to be destroyed because of their masculinity. And what she doesn't understand is when you attack the male, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. in a country, you're destroying the country completely. And the next person to be attacked is going to be the woman. Okay? What I'm saying, what I'm saying this is because she was promoting the Nelson Mandela effect in South Africa. Mm -hmm. You remember what is the Nelson Mandela effect? Uh, the problem, the problem is that I don't want to imitate what in South Africa happens uh -huh. because South Africa used to be one of the most developed countries in the world, and now it's a fourth uh, world State. country. Yeah, it's a failed state. It's a failed state. Yeah, you know what's okay, going on okay. over there. They are killing the whites. They are persecuting the whites. They are, you know, it's the, the reverse, yes. you know, like. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and then um, why is, I am so concerned about this. It's because behind all this movement, they are, they are trying to destroy the country like they did to Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Behind the scene, behind the curtains, mm -hmm. you can see behind hiding people who are manipulating all these little groups, mm -hmm. you know, so they can be exposed in the front, they can be <coughs> annihilated, so when everything is in chaos, they come and they come with a solution, right? They create the chaos, mm -hmm. and they, they come with a solution. That's exactly what happened in Venezuela. For example, in Venezuela, the Islamic, political Islamic agenda that was imposed in Venezuela, and today is being proved that they are in control in Venezuela now. Mm -hmm. The political Islamists in Venezuela are controlling the country now. And that's what I'm seeing here in the United States, too. They are claiming that they have the right for the amendment number one, right? Freedom of mm -hmm. religious. But when you analyze Islamic as a religion, okay, shut up. You have to shut up your mind, your mouth. But when you start analyzing Islamic as a political way of philosophy, way of living, that's when we have to be careful. Because this political Islamic agenda, what they're doing is they are controlling our minority groups in our country, here in the United States. And the Democrats have been dividing us by, by group. The black group, the, fem the woman group, the Latinos group, what is the other one? Yeah, yeah but, you know. that, that, but the problem, the mm -hmm. problem mainly is that they bring this kind of, of ideas, mm -hmm. crazy ideas, mm -hmm. into the academia, into, into, the, the, mm -hmm. into the high schools and the universities. Mm -hmm. And that was a tactic from an Italian communist named Antonio Gramsci. Wow. Okay? And, that, and, the, and this process, I will explain that in our next program, uh -huh. okay, how they took over the academy mm -hmm. and how right now you have a lot of communist uh, teachers mm -hmm. in our main universities. Yeah. And how indoctrinating. That indoctrinating. The millennials, those crazy ones who are promoting the annihilation of... Annihilation of Antifa. The, 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 the Antifa. They are promoting the... the they're changing the constitution. They are promoting to get rid of the college, uh, electoral college. Yes. You know, all what the, the free foundation. Education, free education to the, in the universities. You know, free education for all. But we know when you promote free education, like my country. Okay, they have, like back home. There is, there is no free education there in the United States. I pay, the, I pay taxes in my property because I have to pay the education of other people. And, yeah. and my but and my daughters too, but you know you know what I mean. But when they they say free education, okay, let's say let's look at Venezuela. They had the free university education. 
-hmm. Okay, they don't pay for university over there. But what, what do they teach in free education, university education? What do they teach? Marxism. Marxism? Basically. Basically. How Basically. to squeeze Soli money out Soli of the state. Solidarity. Okay? And not only that, do you see any invention, any investigation, any research coming out from free schooling? No. And you know, you know when this started, and when it started to come in here. Yes, with the Hamburg School, and that happens in the forties. Nineteen forties. In the nineteen forties in United States. Oh, uh, Khrushchev, in the sixties, mm -hmm. said that um, you know they were not going to take the United States by force. Mm -hmm. no. They were going to take it by inward yes. and by education and by yes. rewriting the and, and at that time they mm -hmm. already have 20 years in the making yeah and they mm -hmm. were already infiltrating the universities yes. that's why it's they're communists mm -hmm. that's right that's why it's so important to not destroy the statues in the United States that why it's not imp it's very important to leave it how it is because that is a reminder of the next generation that we cannot repeat our own history. What happened in Venezuela? They rewrote, they rewrote the, the, history. the history. They rewrote. They took statues that person, people who really did something. Christopher Columbus' statue was this, was one of the first statues to be destroyed in Caracas when mm -hmm. uh, when uh, this uh, Chavez took the power. Okay, so, so when 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 I see here in Stone Mountain. You know, Stacey Abram, with, with her people, putting a, a petition to destroy the stone mine. Is she crazy? Is she crazy? That's a, that's a you sculpture know? of the same sculpture that did the the the, the president's uh, in uh, president's uh, uh, in the mountain. Roswell, uh, Roswell, no, no, Mount Mon Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is the same, the same, it's the same, um, it's the same sculpture. sculpture. Yeah. So they, they 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 want to destroy an artwork because they don't like what that artwork means. But do you know but that? The, but the that's, ironic that's, that's that's destroying the First Amendment. But also the ironic situation is they want to destroy their own their own history because by destroying their own history, because you going back, most of the what they want to destroy is democratic. You know, leaders in the past, Le yes. they don't want the, the, the history exposed the rotten mm -hmm. and bad yes, but actions they, that they had in the they past. Don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't like their, their, their history and they want to rewrite it. Rewrite okay, it, Okay, yeah. and now it's about to finish, isn't it? No, it's two more minutes. Two more minutes, okay. Mm -hmm. So, so my message to Joy Reid is that um, by she promoting this uh, destruction of toxic masculinity, she needs to be careful because when she promotes the destruction of the men... They want to be like general, you know? General? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they want us to be just like general. <laughs> Kaylee? Oh, Kaylee Kaylee Jenner. Jenner. <laughs> Be careful with that because our country depends on our masculine, our men's, and all the men, not only the wife, but all the men's in the country. We depend on you guys. So get up and defend our country. Amen. Amen. So we'll see you all next week. Yes. Yeah. Oh, actually, we'll see you in about a minute. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.